Welcome, welcome, traders. Today is Friday, October 22nd, and uh, this is the breakout show, the opinion show for the Wall Street IO website and community, bringing you hot take on the world of trading from the water cooler talks that we have behind the scenes. Joining me today, of course, our uh, whoop. <laughs> IT guy. Main, IT guy. Main IT guy. There we go. Hit the wrong button there. <laughs> I love Aaron, that title. lead engineer, <laughs> IT guy. Yeah. Uh, Aaron has the the only like special um, tag for the entire uh, mm. <laughs> for the entire lineup. We actually have tags for like Bob B for Slavic for like everybody. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, went to some special lengths for that uh, ping pong champion. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, you know, this be more of like an organic thing. Uh, just out of curiosity, what um, what news, if any, has like you know, stood out to you in the last week? Um, honestly, I've been in a vortex vacuum this yeah. week. Um, been in like the programming world vortex? Yeah, I've been doing um, some cool things behind the scenes, getting ready. Um, we won't be able to talk too much about all that right now. I'll let you or Micah maybe make some announcements. But uh, No, it's always Micah. Yeah. It's always Micah. <laughs> we'll give it to Micah. Yeah. Sometimes I have, uh, sometimes I'll have people uh, like join in and on a Q&A session, you know, or on the strategy talk session. And, um, you know, they'll, they'll start asking stuff about, about like, oh, I heard about intraday. Mm. Right. And I'll be like, uh, cause I, I just, I don't leak anything. Yep. <laughs> right. Like I'll keep secrets to the grave and then, and then Michael will like bring it up and like, oh, well, as long as Micah said it, then I guess I can say, yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. 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 There's some cool stuff. I know there's a lot of ongoing running things and, um, I'm just excited for some of the stuff that we've been working on. And, and quite frankly, it's fun things too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about a little bit all I'll say. Like but what? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> uh, but no, I've been in kind of a vacuum vortex vortex. They haven't let me, this is the first time they've let me out of the room uh, this uh, yeah. week. So yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, I got a couple of things. Oh yeah. 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 For one. Uh, so this is actually one that uh, Sean, Sean's our, uh, uh, one of our marketing guys behind the scenes um, mm -hmm. brought up to me, came to the office, and he was like, hey, do you see the Bitcoin news? And I was like, what Bitcoin news? I did see it reached all-time so, highs. Uh-huh. Yeah, but did you know that it reached uh, all-time lows for the last, like, year? So, here we go. You <laughs> mean you mean in the, in the dip that it had? or? So, yeah, look at this. Bitcoin flash crash. Uh, it got all the way down. I think it's, like, officially 8,700 for was, was the... Um, uh, was the official like low wait, on this wait. that it printed? Here you go, Bloomberg. Uh, I didn't even hear about that. Wait, did this happen yesterday? Yeah. Wait, no. So, this, so wait, a couple of Bitco days ago. Bitcoin days hit. Ago. Are you saying Bitcoin hit eight thousand dollars two days ago? Uh, yeah, a couple of what? days ago, like this. Watch this. Boom. So there was this like what? Just this weird thing that happened, <laughs> and somebody's order got filled. <laughs> What, did, what was the volume on it? <laughs> like, what, it what, what, exactly. So wait, someone bought one Bitcoin for $8,000? <laughs> that uh, what, what was the volume I, on that? I mean, you know, if the volume bar at the bottom is to be believed down here, I'm I don't, gonna know, look into I don't that. know if this is it, but it uh, showed that there were 19, 1980 Bitcoin. So almost 2,000 Bitcoin. And then it just immediately resumed and function. Boop, right back up. These are so I think last time we were talking about those little blips, right? Yeah. Where like the price just goes duh, 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 duh. Yeah. and uh maybe somebody found a way to like kind of 
you know, ha- yeah. hack into the uh, high frequency trading systems or they created one. Um, so, so okay, so to preface this uh, a little bit more, to add a little bit more to it, it was it was only for the Binance exchange. Because as soon as I heard this, I was like, oh, I better check my Coinbase because well, I had like orders but, that I had in for at like uh, just over 20,000. So is this image basically, uh, are we saying that this is... If if everybody's not reporting that this happened on their charts, are you saying that essentially this? No, I mean uh, it's just just the Binance. So if you were trading, um, so they filled orders. Yeah, at if, that price. If you had an oh order that was that was uh, serviced through the Binance exchange. Wow. So maybe it was a, a bug it. or something. I'm gonna look into this now. I'm, now yeah. you've piqued my curiosity. Yeah, yeah. I like. I like I'm glad Sean's. I didn't hear about this until now because I am <laughs> thoroughly thoroughly invested in this now. Uh, I'm gonna stay out of that room a little bit longer today. Um, yeah, Sean, Sean actually had a really good uh, idea on this. He was like, somebody was typing in an order to sell at 87,000 and they just forgot to hit one more zero, <laughs> right? Maybe there was a, maybe there was like a, a little bit of food on their, on their thumb or something like that on their phone. And they just like didn't enter that last zero. And instead of uh, 87,000, they put it 8,700 and wh- just, bloop. whoever had the, um, the other side of that yeah. man is probably feeling some pain right now. Oh, they're—I mean—they're fired, or at yeah. least. <laughs> yeah. Or—or um, wow. uh, in another scenario, because because uh, China has a lot of Bitcoin, they are now running for their life. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I mean, I'm making a joke, but uh, yeah, that would wow. be disastrous in that in that scenario. So, yeah. Does anybody uh, out there know any more information about this? Is, yeah, I feel like I feel like this is right up Daryl's Daryl's yeah, alley. I'm sure, Daryl, I'm sure Daryl he's should, all over should, uh, it. Yeah. Um, there were years ago as well. Uh, I'm gonna look this up. Uh, years ago as well, like um, Litecoin had a had a, a thing as well. Um, or is it ancient news? I'm waiting for dark coin. But uh, I can't I can't find it. Yeah. Um, so I I mean it's gonna be impossible. But like I I sure. remember years and years and years ago there was there was a scenario where Litecoin, which which at the time uh, was trading for like near a hundred dollars or something like that or hundred and ten or whatever, um, had a uh, just this flash crash moment where it it went all the way down to like a penny or something like that, and some guy had. Uh, oh, a here, ton, it's a, a ton of orders at um, ten cents. So we went from like ten cents to a hundred, which is insane. Forty million. So yeah, six hundred Bitcoin got traded around that price. Oh my god! <laughs> god, imagine if this was just a fluke. Just to throw yeah. some what ifs. If this was a fluke, you put it in there, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, two minutes later, you look at your account and you're up what? gajillions of dollars <laughs> yeah um oh wow what a what a what do they call that uh you've won the lottery uh that is a rare event unless or, it was designed uh, uh, windfall yeah <laughs> i can't i can't you know usually things are not as complicated yeah. in the conspiracies right there's always some explanation that makes sense i mean this right? is the show for it right well, I mean, yeah but yeah i just i just like that we're we are already <laughs> Like so sour and skeptical about everything <laughs> that that our first thought is is like one is like oh good for the guy who got that windfall right and then secondly immediately followed up without a beat like so what was the conspiracy yeah <laughs> you know yeah and then 
Yeah, it probably was just a fluke. You know, some you're right. Someone got, either got fired for that and or now they're making it so these things can't happen. But we see these little blips here all the time. Yeah, yeah. Let's check in with the uh, community here. Lenny. Lenny uh, coming in with some uh, stuff about Orsted Energy, a Dutch company making wind turbines. Uh, had a meeting with Biden, something, something, offshore wind farm scheme. Uh, been in on BBP. Okay, energy provisions. Project done. Anyone else working on this? Uh, yeah, you know, I've heard, I've heard of something like that. Uh, yeah, I'll talk, talk a little bit about that here in um, a bit. Uh, Penelope saying, uh, I'd love to have options. Um, be, able be able to, to use, use Delta. Delta. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, noted. Um, Harcos, that's 1980 for the day. It didn't mean there were 1980 right at the low. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, we, I see. Yeah. yeah. I, I, we assume that Harcos. There and, you go. Um, Thanks for that. But yeah, we saw there was about 592. Uh, Bob B, there's a Wall Street hoodie too. Yeah, Bob, uh, it's in the mail along with that hat. Um, Harcos. <laughs> 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 Humans are so. I I I actually feel uh, uh, a little bit bad here. Like, <laughs> it, it, like Bob Bobby is gonna show up at our door one day <laughs> to get a hat Bob. They 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 keep like I said they keep me in a more of a dungeon room when we do these releases and um, it was cold down there so they gave me a, a coat. <laughs> this, this one in, and this is the only one we had so yeah um, yeah. <laughs> um, and the Crocs, yeah. Well, uh. <laughs> let's see. Uh, humans are unorganized. I don't believe it could be a conspiracy unless yeah. it involves less than three people. Okay. Uh, wow. We work went public with the valuation of nine billion. Uh, we should talk about Lazarus strategy. We work. Didn't they go public a couple times already? And each time no, it was you know, disastrous. They, were about to. they made they were a whole about documentary to. about that. Um, yeah, I mean, we work was is interesting. It encompasses like so much of the worst parts of of uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, um, but that's a whole. That's a huge there's topic. there's actually a really yeah. cool documentary about the second time they went public. Mm. Um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it was really well done and very informative. Uh, and Crocs. Oh yeah, Lenny and the Crocs. I'll I'll bring that up too. More excuses than a congressional inquiry. Well, we are diplomats here. Yeah, we are. We are, we are the very Wall Street diplomats. You know, we official diplomats of yeah, Wall Street. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, uh, Bob, we have uh, agreed to formalize uh, the structure of uh, beginning to explore the formation of a planning committee. Uh, that will investigate what's happening with that hat for you. Um, we will establish that uh, that date uh, about two weeks from now to meet to discuss the formation of the planning committee to explore that further. It's very important. So, <laughs> getting getting back up here, um, you know, let's let's knock some of this stuff out. Uh, windmills off the Atlantic coast just depends on who lives near that Atlantic coast area because apparently everyone believes that it that it's going to destroy property values uh, or their sunset whatever um, <laughs> you know the what else what else what else uh, we work went public yeah that's kind of an interesting thing that that speaks to uh, soft SoftBank and stuff, but that's going to be a long, that would be a long topic. Yeah, SoftBank was a large investor in WeWork. Yeah. So um, gonna, they lost a lot of money on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, SoftBank, I believe, put in uh, put in like $4 billion and then had to keep on capitalizing. Yeah, they did. Capitalizing and I actually it. think they actually acquired the company. 
Yeah. Um, I think that they ended up taking majority ownership of it. And, yeah. and the original founder or CEO, I can't remember his name. Um, this was just based off the information from the documentary. He yeah. bowed down and got a huge payout. Yeah. And they've got someone new to run it. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the original CEO is like just a, a the living embodiment of a hype machine, which uh, to me is surprising from a VC standpoint that there yeah. wasn't any kind of um, any kind of bylaw or, or or something, some section or something in the in the actual uh, agreement of funding, just to say something to the effect of uh, if in the future we find that you're completely full of it then all all bets are off you get zero dollars <laughs> i mean right you know apart from a traditional very slow organized company in a sense in my opinion aren't ceos hype people like yeah yeah they most are most of the time right like not all the time but like they're you you either never hear about a ceo and they mm -hmm. do a really good job at growing the company or all you hear about is how they want to be you know in the face and they're this great you know, they yeah. have great missions and they're team lead and they're like more of a hype person. I kind of feel like there's the, there's no yeah. real in between. I feel like they're either like Steve Jobs. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Steve yeah. Jobs, Steve which, Jobs. you know, from I mean, all I've, from all I've heard, uh, absolute a-hole behind the scenes, taskmaster and all that stuff, but like awesome salesman. Yeah. Great. Fantastic salesman. salesman. Yeah. Um, and well, you bought into the idea and you can't, you can't argue the results. I mean, yeah, he got, exactly. he got results and, uh, so this is the turtleneck. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the only, um, uh, you know, from a, from a, um, a breakdown, a post postmortem. Oh gosh. It's kind of weird to say because <laughs> actually passed away. But, um, as a CEO anyway, uh, the, the main thing, the only thing I really credit him with is that he had a very clear, vision clear vision and very yeah. good talent and if you have that that combination then you're great but if you are say uh like the last guy bob swan former ceo of intel <laughs> with yeah. zero vision and a lot of talent that just goes to waste or microsoft which yeah. until the very last ceo that came out uh that that is now manning manning microsoft uh you know the prior ceo uh what is Balmer or something like that. Yeah. Again, zero vision there. Ton of ton Huge of things. Or, you know, basically uh, just just decided to take all vision and put it in the hands of like the people that that need direction. It's like, oh, you guys need direction. Well, you are now all you know, masters of your own tiny this, universe, and no one talk to each other, and nothing will ever get done. This is a uh, <laughs> it's a uh, growing opportunity for you. It's a growing opportunity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and then Lenny said earlier, just because I wanted to mention it, um, I had read some of the paper for, he was asking about VIX, how it's calculated. Uh, it's, there there oh, is right. a 15-page right. document. Um, if you want to read it, it's bland, it's hard to understand, it's a formula. Um, they also just recently amended it because they were there are um, moments where the VIX actually can't compute correctly uh, due to large spreads of the underlining strikes. And as they get wider and wider, it's harder for it to be accurate. Um, and that amendum, I believe, is is in effect. But that happened a few weeks ago. Yep. But the large majority of it is, uh, it's a complicated formula. I believe it is public, however, also not oh, entirely um, calculatable. I'm sure that they CBOE 
doesn't give you all the statistics or they are the only ones who actually can fully calculate it with the data because mm. um, nobody else has their own VIX for the most part. Uh, Essentially, yeah. though, I've talked to people over on the CBOE because I, I have phone calls with them every now and then. Um, essentially, the way they describe it internally is the VIX is basically an IV30 blend, um, which we actually have um, for the most part of the SPX. Okay. Yeah. I so, think there, uh, there has to do something with like put, put values and stuff. Yep. Uh, as way uh, uh, also... Um, in there, but there's this long, long thing, just like uh, what Aaron said, um, uh, just like what Aaron said, 15, 15 page document, white paper yeah. published, uh, very um, easy to understand, uh, square <laughs> of sigma equal, equals two over t to the uh, big sigma, which is time series of uh, i sub or sub i, which is delta of k i over k of two of t, which obviously would be multiplied by e to the rt. And uh, you throw in a little Q, Q um, product of KI, and you need to subtract out something here, which is uh, obviously it's going to be, uh, you know, the one over T um, with the data set of F over K zero minus one, but a square of that, uh, you know, because that's what you know you need to just kind of balance things out a little bit. Of it's that, what made so. it look nice. It, yeah, it looks looks totally nice on this. There are a lot of Greek characters on there. Um, you know, it's um, it's like. Uh, what you'd see on the side of a uh, of a uh, of a mathematician frat house, <laughs> <laughs> right? So I'll copy and paste this in there for you, uh, for you, Lenny. There we go. Yeah, and um, there you go, Bobby. Bobby's probably um, resident um, uh, knowledge. He has a lot of knowledge around the VIX and things like that. So yeah, I call um, him uh, the VIX the VIX master. Here, VIX master. So, yeah. Fix, fix, yeah, mix master. I'm sure he loves master. that title. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think so. In fact, uh, we should just instead of a hat with Wall Street AO, we should just put Vix Master on top of his cat or uh, cap. There we go. Um, let's see, we work, we work in the company. What about Hertz, Airbnb? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff. Um, and I have no idea what the Lazarus, uh, Lazarus is. Just I guess uh, rise from the dead. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Um, what do you mean, Aaron? Uh, that you talk to the guys, Lenny? I purchase or we purchase a ton of data from the CBOE, and um, uh, their data it, it, in the database kind of world or, or data world has noise. Um, the noise, um. How can I say this? I'm trying to be very uh, diplomatic here. Their data is not always cleaned and it has a lot of, um, so when you buy and purchase large amounts, like 10 years, 20 years of, of data, like hundreds of millions, billions of rows mm -hmm. of information from them, uh, most <laughs> normal people don't go through that data and validate it. They assume the CBOE is doing an efficient job. I'm not most normal people. Uh, I go through every single piece of that information and I find uh, errors. And so over at the CBOE, for the most part, I'm sure not everybody over there I have a relationship with, but I, um, I'm very thorough. And um, so I contact them all the time around uh, issues that we're having and seeing by running scripts and validating uh, the data that they're receiving us so that I can feel confident 
and the data integrity of the, I don't mean to put air quotes around that, but the data integrity uh, in which that we, uh, you know, give you guys. And so um, I found a few issues with some of their systems and um, helped them um, kind of talk them out and wrote some stuff for them. Um, so not everybody over the CBOE, most of it is the, um, the people who, that I can get a hold of. Um, but it usually ends up being kind of the same people, some of the, the floor managers and things like that and data, data shop managers at the CBOE from LiveVault. Yeah. And so I don't know if they like me or hate me, but, um, I'm helping them with yeah. their processes. <laughs> I hear that, uh, from what I got is like their data is unclean and it's a mess over there <laughs> to get um, anything out. <laughs> yeah, it's most. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm again. I'm trying to be as nice as possible. They have. They they are the only ones who have a lot of the data. Yeah. Um, and so you you have to get it from them. But in my world, you can't always assume everything is all gravy. And so um, I've just uncovered with like when we we have um, IV thirty uh, on our charts now and historical volatility um, in different intervals, and that was. I think 10 years of data um, mm -hmm. and through the process of going through all that data I uncovered a large amount of issues that they're still fixing and it's been months um, and so I have weekly sometimes calls with them to uh, chat about it yeah and it's not like uh, we can just generate generate uh, no, it, this these, volatility information because no, they're uh, proprietary it, it, formulas. it comes out of uh, historical like like the actual pricing of options in yeah. the market is is what's coming in so if that base data is unclean it's not like you just like there's throw no... in something like a standard deviation thing onto a chart and be like oh well, yeah this is, this is ivy 30 well one of the not... hard parts of it is there's no like check over here to see if this is correct right you have to you know it's like oh well how do i know this is right or wrong you yeah. don't <laughs> you, just, you don't you yeah. have to assume what they give you is correct but you can at least un, you can at least assume some things when looking and visualizing that data yeah um so anyway i don't want to go too bothered on that but yeah. for the most part um and their data uh, live stream is largely fine yeah well this like, is yeah. mostly from the, the very historical yeah, very old historical. data they had old processes um their iv30 had um, a big issue where it was just wasn't calculating correctly um, for a while and they figured it out eventually. But I mean, that's been five years since mm -hmm. they've been um, handing out that data and nobody like raised their hand and was like, hey, this doesn't look right. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think I actually caused at least one engineer five months of just cleanup. They had to actually, they would, they would tell me, they're like, we're so sorry. We had to actually physically go back to like the tape and and which is oh yeah old old data um wow they have and, uh, they actually have tape tape storage oh yeah they um, have hard drives of all yeah. the information so they had to go back to all these hard drives of information and then they realized once they started actually auditing all that uh, based off me being very blunt like this is not okay um yeah <laughs> they found some issues yeah you anyway know, for, that's it for those long story. Uh, for those who don't know it's <laughs> tape is tape is tape so uh if if you've ever seen like a historical picture of a computer room from yeah, like the 60s manual. and you see like these two things that look like recording studio tape i mean essentially it's exactly the same thing except it's it's just recording like zeros and ones um it's very cheap it's apparently like tape is still the the cheapest um 
uh, this may have changed i don't know with densities but it's still the, the cheapest way to uh store mass amounts <laughs> of data you throw a reel up a few reels and that's like terabytes and terabytes of data that can be had for like ten dollars per terabyte versus like going out it yeah but it's also extremely slow so it's just 100 percent archival yeah um, so so like like aaron says like if they find um you know if they find like oh crap something is is genuinely wrong with our data uh we're gonna have to read back through the tape like yep. it, that's gonna that's gonna take a long time long time a months, long time months yeah. of and somebody's somebody's screaming screaming while doing that yeah it's not a it's a tedious difficult massively prone yeah. to more problems uh because all manual yeah but yeah Lenny, it's like skipping tracks on a cd versus uh skipping tracks on a on a cassette tape literally <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing yeah uh lenny makes a really good point there though about the pizza you're you're right lenny i think i think that while that hurts a little bit i think you're right there they uh <laughs> they haven't invited me out to get some pizza no, no which is also my favorite food by the way <laughs> all right um Gosh, you know, um, what else? What else here? So we do have to be a little bit cognizant of time today. Um, yep. There was something. So this isn't this isn't exactly uh, uh, computer related uh, or not computer, but stock market related. But um, uh, I saw this recently, like literally earlier today. Um, and this is going to lower my lifespan. <laughs> right. Personal. So flying cars. Everyone's wanted a flying car. This is essentially a giant a giant drone that you can uh you can ride called the uh called the jetson right so this this is uh, apparently going to be for sale look at this there's the guy <laughs> i totally want one of these <laughs> yeah of course they did this i mean this yeah. is the next step in I mean, how drones yeah. would work i mean no it's no longer really a drone so much yeah. that is phenomenal i'm gonna buy one of those and i'm going to iceland <laughs> yeah yeah. And I'm flying over glaciers. So, uh, you know, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> I went out on my own terms. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, pretty cool though. Yeah, they, they show the guy he they show the guy um like getting up to uh like like 50 miles an hour, sure. or 60 miles an hour. And I'm sure that like feels that. like 100. Yeah, yeah. Um how high can you go? Is there just you hover a little bit? You know what? It's yeah, there's there's no way. I like I know that there's um you know, normally there's gonna be like height, like altitude um limitations on, on something like well, this. Well there's definitely legal from in general. Yeah, um, there's no way that this is legal, but it's not legal. It's it's illegal in the sense that there is simply no laws around something that that there's no segment that officially exists there right? there is um, general flight laws yeah. like you can't fly over and it depends per country because i i fly drones so i always have to oh, look at that yeah. you can't go above 150 feet uh you can't fly over people a lot of the times um obviously you can't go in there is some restricted airspace but private there is some some of the weird things is like how far does your property rise in a you know in a in a in height yeah. and altitude um Surprisingly, you can fly over people's properties for the most part, but obviously that depends if it's restricted. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that'll be really cool. Uh, what was the cost? 
Well, if you have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really curious. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of the... Well, what I wanted, I wanted a motorcycle that was this. So basically, yeah. what I'd love is if somebody combined a motorcycle with the functionality to do this so that you, you're riding down the freeway and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go over there now. And you're like, you basically hit a button mm-hmm. and then those propellers start propping out. And then you just take off over the ocean. Yeah, you know, for me, uh, that's uh, what I want. You, you know, this another layer, a layer of the onion to Nick is uh, every now and then, at least at least once a year, I always have this this uh, thought that crosses my mind about living off grid, mm. right? And so, one with of the a, big, with a hundred thousand dollar drone vehicle. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, one of the big uh, one of the big things with live, you know, living off grid is like, well, you don't have to technically be off grid. Um, you know, completely off grid. You can just be grid adjacent, right? Oh, okay, I like so, that. That's a better. Term. So, like uh, even Santa Barbara, right? There, there are lots of land in San, Santa Barbara, um, uh, land lots that that go for somewhat, somewhat affordable price, right? Mm-hmm. And then you load up Google Maps and you look at them, and they're just like, kind of like there's there's no clear easement mm-hmm. to the to a to a main road, and you realize like, oh, to actually get through town. To, to town you're gonna have to go through this windy windy road and it's like well obviously it's cheap because it's just it's um it's very inconvenient sure to yeah. actually reach the town whereas like something like this i imagine like oh well there you go <laughs> and now i just hop in my drone <laughs> in my little drone personal thing and just just right over right over all the hills and everything um, yeah, and your you know, neighbors are gonna here love have, you like shrubs essentially <laughs> because uh um most of the mountains and hills around Santa Barbara, you know, the the, the yeah. forest is on the other side, yep. and on this side, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, where all the paragliders are, you just go right over the surface. So I can imagine totally just right in the town. Um, uh, these are electric, uh, from what I understand, and the electric still, thing is still going to be much quieter. Yeah, it'll still than, be. Um, it'll still sound like um, probably a giant mosquito. Oh yeah, yeah. Just Probably, probably, but uh, cool. no worse that. than just living next to a Harley rider, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> you know, it's just unreasonably loud, uh, loud motorcycle for how slow they're moving, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, there's this other other piece of technology as well um, that uh, that I've wondered, that I, that I saw recently called um, from company Tsunami Products. So... This comes up, um, tsunami products. This comes up uh, for a number of things. One, because of that off-grid life <laughs> that I mentioned. Uh, two, um, because this is just atmospheric water. So, of course, um, oh, was I've, it? Seen, Newsom, I've seen these before. Yeah. Newsom declared like an official water emergency or whatever um, yeah. recently, uh, and and of course, the Colorado River is pretty much just drying up and probably won't come back anytime soon. Um, so yeah, you get into this interesting thing. What's what I like about this is, um, I mean, your typical shower, uh, an average shower lasts like seventeen or or takes up seventeen to eighteen gallons. Um, so if this is able to gen, like even on the low end, if you had a, a family of uh, of five, for instance, and let's say they all take double showers all day long, right? Then um, yeah, thirty you know, 34 uh, a person, you're still, I mean, that's 170 gallons. That's still within this. And then the other 34 gallons, I guess you just, I don't know, drink 
<laughs> right or yeah drink, or use the, uh, so, drink. <laughs> that's so a could, lot of water to drink you know day, you, could, yeah. you, you basically this this would serve sure. most of your needs if you're worried about it then then i could see getting something like this um and then this these are like big industrial things i didn't think that they were this efficient this uh 329 per day the the other thing is that they they mentioned on this which i think is really cool is it, uh they work best in like areas that get fog well so i was gonna Santa say it, perfect it does really depend on the atmosphere yeah. or um, um the humidity uh, as well has a lot to play with it or even in the desert if you if you wake up early in the morning and there's dew on things sure. in the desert then technically that's the perfect environment for yeah. it uh as well so you know I'm forming things together, right? I'm gonna be in the mountains. I'm gonna be pulling my water from from the uh, from the air and uh, and not going municipal. And if I do go municipal, then uh, you know I'm gonna to have to get like a tractor from Japan and put armor siding and just roll over things like the. Did you ever see that? Dozer. It wasn't a great movie, but the 2020 movie with John, uh, John Cusack. That's what it is. Uh, no, no, what's that? You never saw that? Oh, don't, 20... don't bring it up. Don't bring it okay, up. Okay, okay, all right. But um, what's his name? That crazy the guy, the actor who always plays the crazy guys, and um, uh, he's now in the um, Venom movie, the new Venom movie. Oh, uh, Tom Hardy. No, no, it's Carnage. Uh, Willie, no. Woody, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Willie Nelson, but no, Willie Woody Nelson. Harrelson. Anyway, Will he plays a crazy reporter guy in the wilderness or whatever and so i'm just imagining nick <laughs> tuning in hey guys and he's got that little like umbrella hat thing <laughs> so, you know, tuning in here on the breakout show looks like stocks are up oh yeah yeah the uh i'm gonna have a uh, uh what is it aluminum foil hat with a little uh wall street Radio logo on the side i think Very that sums up the breakout yeah. show <laughs> <laughs> let's see uh lenny asks if we all live in santa barbara uh 10 cities that will survive climate change in 2030 oh okay um, nice. not everybody does but yeah lenny every here at least in the office um we have about what one two three four five six seven eight about nine nine people or so here in our office and then there's a, a lot of other people worldwide yeah um we've been in santa barbara for a while Nick, yep. Nick, and um, made the trek, made yep. the trek out here, um, yep. which we're happy about. Yeah, I love being out here. Uh, the only thing that that kind of sucks um, out on this side of the um, uh, this side of the country is that um, like housing is impossible. Yeah, you, you 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 know what what you could realistically achieve and afford in in the Dallas Fort Worth area of Texas, where I moved from, is um, is well within reach and then if you move out to california just forget it yeah. you're not getting a house you're not yeah. like everything's most things in most desirable areas are getting uh you know full cash offers and yeah unless you have that that million one and a half to two million cash ready to go then you're not getting it yeah so. compete with zillow yeah um and then santa barbara it the santa barbara city itself can't expand any any mm -hmm. anymore um and so housing has risen because of that, but the surrounding areas around it mm -hmm. can. Uh, Goleta. Um, yeah, it is kind of like zone, walled in. Yeah, we're walled in by an ocean and then a mountain on one side, and so you can't really expand. And then, like you said, any of the new places that are being put on the mountain sides are 
take like 40 minutes to get down here. Yeah. And so if you yeah. had a drone, <laughs> drone See, that, vehicle. That was the other thing is uh, is that, you know, uh, they're, they're actually – uh, there actually might be a law requiring that any house in in whatever vicinity is is hooked up to municipal, mm. um, and then you run into like that that problem of like oh crap it's going to be extremely expensive to yeah. pay for them to run electricity run this stuff. But I was already thinking like you know Starlink internet. Uh, you know there's tons of sunshine here. It does not rain very often in Santa Barbara. Um, so that's the electricity taken up. You know um, solved right there. The yeah. water. The water was the one thing. Well, there so, you go, tsunami. So uh, yeah, because I, because I, you know, but the it is foggy. Thing, it, I always, always it, wonder. It about. almost rained last night. It was very foggy yeah, last night. Very I was foggy, outside. Very foggy this morning um, too. Yeah, know? we get that nice ocean fog here. So yeah, you're kind of in that good. I don't know. I love Santa Barbara. You're in a perfect climate mm-hmm. here. Yeah, uh, it could rain more, of course, but um, maybe we just need to put tsunamis in the sky. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's a prime location. <laughs> a prime location to. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, do I? I think the the uh, number one California pastime, which is pretending that that you know we actually have weather yeah. when we don't. You know, it's like, <laughs> like oh my gosh, what's what is it today? Well, it's going to be fifty to seventy and uh, perfectly sunny. sunny, the cool breeze. And then <laughs> you know, every now and then you see a cloud in the sky, and, and I'm like, oh wow, I can't believe this weather we're having. Right? I saw two clouds, <laughs> two clouds earlier. <laughs> you know uh smallest houses yeah maybe i don't know um hey pin good to see you yeah it's been fun helping cboe uh we just saw your comment there um it is kind of it is kind of cool um same with a new data provider we're looking into uh it's a rather large company as well and they've been reaching out to us uh, kind of on the product team asking for our ideas and thoughts and stuff so it's kind of cool. It seems like we're um, people are noticing what we're trying to accomplish, and um, it's it's kind of kind of uh, it's kind of interesting to see. Yeah, um, yeah. People care about what we think. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I just thought of something. Um, so I've been so so this is like the next and maybe last topic because we get, yeah we I got to jump out here. for a meeting um, here in a moment. The Apple chip. Yeah. That's basically what I yeah I, I'm so. So chips, following chips and chip fab processes and technology is something that uh, that I just find really, really interesting. So I so I keep keep track of like what AMD's working on, yeah. what Nvidia's working on, what Intel's working on, and what what Apple's working on. When Apple released that one that M1 chip, um, I think it it created a ripple through all the semi semiconductors uh, semiconductor producers um, and. Intel. So if I look at Intel, um, they are heading towards what Apple is is doing. Apple is essentially doing something called system on chip. Yep. So system on chip is nothing nothing new. Um, uh, you know, uh, I can I can tell you, um, Aaron Aaron knows this too. You just pick up any device, any device at all that sits contained in um, you know a tiny little enclosure. It, there's a system on chip, it, and, mm. and that just means that all the components are on one tiny package because it saves a lot of space. Normally, those are like lower powered um, power, like computer sure. power wise, yeah. lower powered, and you know, obviously lower powered because they have to be power, you know, like, like they only have a battery instead of being plugged into a wall all the time, like your, like a you know, your typical desktop or something like that. So the technology has been there forever, um, and uh, and the main things holding it back are one Windows, 
because um, there's no, you know, you, there's no leadership in the in the um, uh, commodified tech world where you have Windows that allows for anyone to build the, the hardware. And then you have the individual hardware manufacturers who have their own incentives to do what they want. So there's sure. never been like this thing where it's like, oh, somebody's big enough to do that um, and try and do it. And there's also this argument uh, against system on chip as far as upgradability sure. and uh, discrete swappability. Um, I don't like that argument so much yeah for upgradability and only because if you look at what everybody does they just buy new stuff yeah right like let it get an end of life and then just upgrade because after four or five ten years yeah things are gonna be so much better the Um, yeah the only thing i've ever upgraded is ram yeah or uh or a um uh, or added another hard drive to something but sure. that's that's it yeah. yeah apart from that you have to upgrade everything usually because yeah. all the components have to work together and so i i while i feel like that's just like if there's nothing else people just go what about this one and it's just the catch-all argument <laughs> like well it doesn't yeah. work here which is nowhere near enough to say don't do it in my opinion yeah. for the benefits um every now and then you hear those arguments and they're usually just sort of a the only one I got, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Apple's Apple's done it. Apple's yeah. pretty much done it. They have their system on chip. They're already in their second iteration with this with this new thing. Um, and you know, uh, Intel um, bought up a bunch of AMD graphics employees mm-hmm. a couple two three years ago because they were gonna really push up. Well, that their, was nice of them. Their uh, yeah, their their <laughs> graphics game. Um, and we'll you know, take so them now from they're, them. they're putting that on on the thing. They're doing a big big little. Thing with their next chip mm. um, they are essentially moving more and more towards what apple's doing uh nvidia as well as trying to buy arm yeah you know and they You've been specifically released yeah they released something with a company called mediatek um a while back which uh hey breakout show there's that's something if there was a company where i just wanted to throw some cash in right now disclaimer don't do this it would probably be mediatek um <laughs> MediaTek because they are one of the very few companies that just hasn't been bought out mm. yet. Yeah, right? okay. Like AMD's bought out an, a- an ARM manufacturer. I see. Um, Apple has not technically bought out an ARM manufacturer, but they've already bought up all of like all of the license they need. I was gonna going to say they the absorbed some things. They've, they've bought up like they don't need to. Yeah, right? they've already bought up all the all the rights for for things going out for like a well, decade or something, and they've bought up all of TSMC's. Or the majority of TSMC's um, fab processes yeah. going out and for like years and years and years and years and years. What you said earlier too, I think um, previously last week, where mm-hmm. people bow over to supply them, right? More yeah. than a lot of things. So I'm sure they've secured a lot of um, the you know from what they can because I know there's issues right now, but um, the supply chain. Yeah. Um, to at least make this happen for themselves as well. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's pretty exciting, actually. I think it's, yeah, I think it's the think first innovation. I think it's the first innovation that's happened in semiconductors. Yeah. Um, it's not like like system on chip was new. It's just the the innovation the is bringing it to to uh, consumer computing is the is the thing, right? Yeah. And uh, if you look back historically, I think that's what Apple does best. Yeah. Like if I want to give them credit for anything, it's it it really is commercializing a product yeah. to a wide scale. Mm-hmm. Um, they do really well, and I'm still waiting for that on a couple other cool technology. I think they will. Um, yeah. But yeah. I guess my question to you then, uh, <laughs> you know, because uh, I think, um, and I get it, 
Um, there's not a lot of love lost between you and Apple products from what I've heard. It's um, the, it's the yeah. operations of the company, to be very clear. I, there's just things that I disagree yeah. with as a person. Their product's amazing. I will never doubt their products. I will never be a consumer of their products because yeah. I just actually have no need for them. Um, but I can 100% appreciate uh, as a business person, <laughs> what they're doing, I just don't like it as a consumer. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, disclaimer, that's why. Yeah. Where Where do you think? I guess that's the thing. Is like, where do Where do you think this is leading to next? Like, you know, because like I can if see they're thinking way down the road. Yeah. So I can see like component, like discrete component manufacturers now, kind of like thinking, oh my gosh, my entire business model is now gonna fall apart because everything's just going on chip and like no longer am I, am I, um, you know, creating say, um, a stick of Ram. Sure. Like they, they just printed it right there on the chip. What's the, what's the, where am I, where yeah, do I get it? Where I think, do I fit in on this? I think if you, if you, so like a, a, there's a bunch of things, right. To unpack there, yeah. it would be, um, how do you, the real question I'd say, how do you make a company that's already, already the largest company in the world larger? How do you make it mm -hmm. twice as large? Um, there's really only a couple ways. You have to provide uh, innovation or new products um, or absorb other companies. Um, so I think if you look at Apple and you're the you're so like an exercise, right? You, I'm I'm the CEO of Apple mm -hmm. hypothetically. Um, what do you do? How do you make your company twice as large when you're already the largest company in the world? Yeah. How do you look at it 10 years, 20 years, 40, 50 years from now? And then say, this is where I want to achieve on not just like a business monetarily, but this is the technology I want. How do I get there? And then you break down the steps. Well, we're going to need to start here. Right. And so I think this is the start to a new momentum. Um, and essentially, what's the limitation to get there? Computing, uh, things need to be smaller. Um, they need to be cheaper. I mean, all that stuff. So you just have to then start innovating on those areas. And if you can't, then you have to come up with creative solutions. Um, and so I think it's just the step forward into an innovation with a creative solution. And I'm hoping that that's the small step into a giant goal that they have. What that is, I don't know, but I'm sure they're thinking of it. Um, that's at least what I would, if I was in the shoes of somebody having to make those decisions, that's how I would kind of try to break it down. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And it'll only get cheaper from here. Yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. eventually, eventually some competition comes up. Um, yeah, we, uh, looking back on like computing power uh, for the last five years, there's there really has not been much there's a there's something called the s curve in tech technology yep. where you know things are slow to start out and then once they start really really going really ramping then they go they just ramp up really quickly but then they level off yep we've had an unusually long level off where yep. about five years ago intel peaked and you know uh amd uh in this in this whole mix managed to catch up to and finally beat intel right but uh that was that was a target that was not moving that was a stationary yeah. intel was literally sitting dead in the water yeah and so everybody cheered um any well i say everybody people who follow uh amd and you know processors and stuff like that uh you know they all cheered like oh wow look at this we have a new advanced player and like they're they're beating intel 
and they're beating Intel by like 10%. Meanwhile, uh, Apple, if you look at uh, their ARM series of chips going back all the way for the last 10 years, every single generation, they are getting uh, about a 30% to 50% IPC uplift and it yeah. hasn't slowed down. And that line, if you're watching like, you know, one line is like this <laughs> going like that and you watch the apples, apples crossed yep. last year and it's just going to keep on going. And yep. now you were basically, you know, creating that new link in, uh, you know, where they're, they're taking off. And so the, I can imagine all these other companies are going to be scrambling very, yeah, my, very quickly to try my brand to new do the um, same thing. I got a laptop, uh, what a week or two ago mm -hmm. and it, it's integrated graphics card was AMD. And mm -hmm. almost every time I've ever gotten a laptop, it was always the i7 chip yeah. or Intel chip. Um, I've never seen it actually on a Windows computer come standard, at least laptop. Not it's for laptops. It's always been Intel. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you're right. AMD's kind of winning to some extent in that game mm -hmm. for the higher end ones, at least. Yeah. Um, which I think more and more people are, are going towards. Um, yeah. And I, I honestly don't think that um, there's... A necessity for it anymore mm. like uh, like you can make the argument that for a while um for a while there's there's always these things these periods of time where the software is way ahead of the hardware yeah sure um, okay, and yeah. I, I would argue now that for the majority of the population um they're not editing video they're they're not doing uh yeah exactly you know, intense machine learning tasks and yeah. uh and and modeling on statistical analysis or anything like that they're browsing the internet and they're watching so netflix now you don't need anything you just need something to be snappy and that lasts yeah forever it, this i'm actually screen. really happy my workflow has improved dramatically yeah. i i program video games on my free time and the engine that i used went from loading starting for five mm -hmm. minutes almost 10 minutes and then just 30 seconds sometimes to compile and do stuff to the thing starts in two seconds, and I almost never even notice yeah. that it's compiling so quickly in the background. So I'm able to actually get a lot more done yeah. um, and not be frustrated because it doesn't take nearly as long for me to iterate over things. So mm. it's been um, a vast improvement. Uh, I do probably got to jump on because I got to yeah. jump on a meeting yeah. here in about two minutes. Yep. Well, let's wrap it up then. You know, great, uh, yeah, great show, good conversation. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, uh, we'll be back uh, next next Wednesday for another breakout show. Uh, it might be Jake, might be Jake if if Jake is free. Yeah, um, we'll see if we can rotate. I had an yeah, we're idea. Trying to, we're trying to like rotate through and and make some variety. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, different hot takes on on people. Yeah, um, exactly, exactly. And uh, that'll be next uh, next Wednesday, uh, Wednesday and Friday, same time. It's always going to be eleven a.m. Uh, Pacific time, two p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. And as always, thanks for joining. And you can also listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Uh, we'll post those links on the community wall and see you uh, see you next week. Well, actually, no, I take that back. So uh, a little bit of uh -oh. announcement. So I'll be, I'll be out of the office next week. I just now remembered that. <laughs> out of the office next week. Um. <laughs> Tune in next time. Next time. Yeah, yeah. You know, mom's turning 70 and uh, oh, yeah, you know, I'm cool. traveling out to, uh, to Texas and, you know, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate that um so uh in two weeks <laughs> we'll be back next time next wednesday time. <laughs> friday uh at the same time until then uh be safe make some good trades yep bye see you guys